The water's cold. Is it? Yeah, it's good. Oh. I, I just, I've had a lot of warm water lately. Yes, yes. Too much warm water. Yeah. Why? Because well, you not, were overseas? warm, just not cold. Yeah. Room temperature water. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think because, uh, yeah, I stopped putting ice in my water at some point. I don't oh. know if I, I love cold, super cold things. I love yeah. super hot things. Yeah, you do. Love super hot yeah, things. Yeah, he does. When things are like absurdly hot to burn your face off, <sighs> that's just the right temperature for me. The movie Face Off was actually originally written about Noel Carroll because they were, John Woo was sitting there with the studios and they were like, we me got and John it. are old friends. Yes. And they yeah. were like, we, we have this dude and he likes scalding hot beverages that melt his face off. And John Woo went, <laughs> and they, they greenlit the film yeah, they did. based on that pitch alone about yeah. Noel wanting hot beverages. Yeah. And then they got Nicolas Cage and John Travolta involved, and they decided to make it about swapping faces. Yeah. And it really got away from the original. I mean, the point of the movie was, I think, it was an important movie first. Yeah, yeah. I think it was more, you know... Yeah. Wooble, as, yeah. as I call him, because <laughs> yeah. we're, we're so close. It's your buddy. He's my your buddy. buddy. Yeah, me, buddy. me and Woobly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, he he was ready to finally win his Academy Award as mm-hmm. a director, mm-hmm. you know, because people kind of thought of him just as, you know, doves and yeah, d- you know, action, fighting moves slow and action motion, and, gun and, yeah, fighting. like yeah. a lot of, lot of squibs. A right, lot of squibs. Right. So many squibs. He's kind of known for squibs. He's known for He's squibs. A, he's squibs. Squib, squib guy. So yeah, squib Woob, director. Woobly McSquibs. Woobly McSquibs is when you know you're going out on the town with John Woo. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, now John Travolta and Nicolas Cage ruined that movie. They really did. Because it was originally supposed to be, it was supposed to be credits open, mm-hmm. face off, and you just see this guy go like this. And he just sips, sips and <laughs> ah, in his face. <laughs> it just burns. Roll, roll credits. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it is an hour and a half of him <laughs> screaming in pain, yes. dealing with just the suffering, the scalding. Yes, the scalding hot. The, the, the horror. Yeah. Of having his face burned by the hottest cup of coffee. Yes. That has ever existed. And that would have been a good movie. <laughs> that would have been a good movie. But Instead, hey. we had to see, you know, one guy taking his face off and Wo- replacing with the other guy. So McSquibs blew Instead, it. Instead, I have to hear, you know, watch Nicolas Cage pretend like he's John Travolta. I know. And, and John, John Travolta, Travolta pretend like, like he's Nicolas, Nicolas Cage. Cage. By the way. Neither I, one of them really do it, right? know how to do that. It's such a bad movie. But here's the thing is it's kind of great because yeah. it's bad, but it's great. And I yeah. loved it in, in high school. I worked in the movie theater and I saw Face Off in the theater and I actually thought, I was like, this is great. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then years later, I watched it again and I was like, well, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's okay. It's kind of hokey. Yeah. And then as over time, the concept, the the idea behind it is so preposterous yes. that it's impossible now to not watch it and make it feel it feels like a drive-in kind of B-movie type yeah. plot. Well, one thing I will say. Yes. Nicolas Cage has realized yeah. that, in fact, his whole career, this is basically what he's been. That's what he is. And now that he's embraced it. Yeah. It's great. He is oh. my favorite actor oh. to watch. Oh. Him as Dracula, if you have not In seen Renfield. Renfield. I was so hoping you were going to bring this up. I just <sighs> saw it too. Noel just saw it a separate time from me. Oh my God. And he crushes it in Nicolas that movie. Cage is such a wonderfully... Hokey Dracula. Dracula. He's just God. Awesome. He is terribly perfect. It's awesome. It's awesome. I had a blast in that movie. So, so Gore, it's gory, so it's not for the faint of heart, but it's very, very funny. But funny gory too. Yeah, funny Man, gory. And if you if you just want to have a laugh, oh uh, yeah, and just watch it, just a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous movie. It's ridiculous. 
perfectly ridiculous. But I love, uh, what's his name? Nicholas Holt? Is that his name? Yeah, the guy? Uh, I, is it Nicholas Holt? No. His last I, name I'm, is Holt. It's, I'm saying it wrong, I probably. I Gunther Holt? Gunther Holt. The guy from Warm Bodies. Warm He's Bodies. in uh, the X-Men where they're Very younger. Handsome, Very young handsome. Man. And he used to be in a relationship Just with Jennifer... Steamy. I mean, those Lawrence. eyes. Anyway, he's great. And then the and, and then the main female lead is Aquafina, and she's hilarious. Just deep in those <laughs> eyes, and you can't believe what you're looking at. And, you, and then you think when you're lost in his eyes, you start to watch him talk, and then, and then you just like, can't get your eyes off. He's got that great British accent, lips, you know. Really and you just think, what can I do with those lips? <laughs> you know? And you start to wonder, am I, am I bisexual? Am I bisexual? <laughs> Can any of this stay in the <laughs> show? <laughs> right down this entire pocket of time. Uh, why can't we? I don't think we can. You can't? I don't know. I think it's fun. You don't think it's fun? Look, I'm willing to risk my reputation on that, on really? that, on that bit. Yeah? I think so. Look, All right. Here's All the right. thing. Nicholas Holt is, is not Nicholas Holt. It's, it's, hold on. I'm going to look it up. I'm it's not it Gunther Holt either. It's not Gunther Holt. I'm looking it up. Uh, look, if someone's if someone's beautiful, yeah, you're right. Then you're I right. think that I can say I'm a little gay for him, okay. and I don't think that that's it's not. This is not. I don't. I feel like that shouldn't be considered a negative. You're right. Well, it's not a negative at all. I just wasn't sure. It is Nicholas Holt. It is. Nicholas. I was right. You were right. It's Nicholas. It's, it's not Gunther. Both Nicholas. Yeah. Because yeah, I was yeah. thinking Nicholas Cage. Oh, it's Gunther Cage. <laughs> that's why. No. I'm wrong. Look. Look. There's nothing wrong with being gay or bisexual. I was just worried because no, I thought to ourselves, I was like. I was like, can we go into that bit because it's like a, it's like a PG show, but it's fine. Yeah. I just, I think that maybe it's fine. we're teaching kids about, about you different know, feelings, how, how a person can be so stunning to you that, that you, that you're like, I, I think I'm in. All right. I think, hey, I think, hey. I think that maybe to I'm in on this one. Bio-friendly podcast 2.0, <laughs> we embrace a little bit more of uh, what, what, what we would normally say in real life, and uh, not, we don't clean it all up. I'm not, I just, there's a, there are, there are a few males in the world who just, who I look at and I go, I'd probably, I, I'd probably, yeah. I'd get, get after it. Yeah, yeah. I oh. probably would. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, and, and I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it. I am not either. I and say, Nicholas I, Holt, I just think the guy is a, a he's, guy is he's really, a dreamboat, and really he's a dreamboat. He, and when you see him perform, you're like that's even dreamier. And and Warm Bodies is another incredible movie that he did, where he plays a zombie that kind of grows like a conscience yeah. inside. He's just excellent. Yeah. He's an excellent actor. Yeah, I really like Nicholas Holt, but yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, he's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. I <laughs> back to oh, are we doing a bio for the podcast? Back to what well, are you, you watching? What do you think? Did why you, you said what? Nicholas Holt, right? Yeah, Holt, 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 Holt. H O U L T. Nicholas Holt. H-O-U-L-T. Yeah. So See, Veronica's checking to see if, yeah, he's, if he could get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him yeah. know. Well, let there him you know. go. There's your Good answer. Good looking guy. He was with Jennifer Lawrence, wasn't he? He was in like a major relationship with her for a few years. Whenever you hear Veronica, mm, you yeah. know that he could get it. So I thought you were going to say you've been drinking a lot of warm water because you've been overseas. I have been And overseas. I know that notoriously when you're traveling overseas, they don't do the cold water like the Americans do. And you usually have to order like the fizzy yeah. water, the soda water, if you want it cold. Yeah. yeah just no, it has, it has actually been that the water was warm. Uh, but I will say that unlike Americans, they, mm-hmm. they don't make you pay for the water in the hotel. They give you a bottle of water. Just, really? It's, it's just, just have it for compliments of the um, hotel. The hotel. Yeah. Well, that's nice. That's very so, nice of them. So that was, that was really nice. Okay. No, no, I just, I think that, well, one, um, I'm living in a world where apparently I destroy ice machines. Yeah. Bless you, Bless Veronica. Bless you, poor Don't thing. You sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm living in a world where I destroy ice machines. Mm-hmm. So in my home, 
the ice machine works while I'm gone. It fills up to the top with with ice. Yeah. And then I come home and it stops. It no, stops they, working. They, they, they can't get ice. Again. Are you the reason why our ice machine won't I, work? I believe I am because I, in our office, you know, poor Veronica is just looking for ice. She just wants a cold drink. That's all she wants. Oh. And the ice does machine doesn't work. I'm. I think it's me. There, that is the most specific hex that you could ever have put on Noel. You're like, for the rest of your life, ice machines will not work for you. Yes, yes. <laughs> or the people around you, if I'm yeah, here, yeah. yeah Which is a sad thing because yeah. the people around me love ice. And I used to really like cold drinks, but I actually, I stopped getting ice out of the machine because I felt so bad about the fact that there was so little ice yeah. that I wasn't going to be the one who takes the ice away so that everyone else can have what little ice is, is yeah. left. So I don't do it. I, love I don't ice. put ice in my drinks. I love ice. I love ice, and I'm not ashamed to say I it. Don't do it. It's 2023. I'm not ashamed to say that I love ice, and I and ice can get it. Ice can um, get it. Ice, ice makes me wonder if am I trisexual? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's get into the show. How's everybody doing? How are we doing? Hi. <laughs> Hi, Veronica. Veronica's confused because she doesn't know what she's supposed to write down on the on the list for me to yeah. censor or not. I yeah. Oh, what's great about that though is when we do keep that thing mm-hmm. afterward. Mm-hmm. I didn't swear, but Jacob did. I did. I, I did. Know, I, I swear to be. I swear to be funny. I was swearing because I was like, "Well, clearly this isn't going to last." But now I, I think, I, I think I it'll know. be great. It'll be the one time in, in history that, that, that I went for the big Jacob. one. We're going for the super cut of all we the swears. It's going to be cut. Noel swearing the whole for, time for twenty five minutes straight. And then one straight, where Jacob just goes, goes, "Wow!" wow. Yeah. Um, but I want to see how everybody's doing. You're back. We're here. You're feeling good. It's cool for a. Oh, you. I mean, like you don't mean my back. Yeah, you're back. Got it's it. On your don't back. Worry. No, I mean okay. you're back. You were gone. You're back now. We've returned. It was a lovely trip. It was a lovely trip. It was a whirlwind of a trip. Yes, but it was. It was, it was a success. I got to see a lot of countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and and now I'm home. And I'm still a little tired, mm-hmm. but that's good. That's good. Yeah. Makes for good podcasting. Makes for good Because then your guard is down and you do things and on I the show that, that surprise me. And I go, yeah. we've been doing this show for 200 years. And 200 years ago, if you would have said that, they would have killed us. Yeah, because you're not allowed. You're not back allowed then, to you're not that. allowed to say that. You're not allowed yeah. to think that Not even think ago. that. But yeah. nowadays, I feel like, yeah, just let it fly. No, I think I think people get it now. I think more people so. kind of get it, you're kind right. of understand. You're right. Look, I'm comfortable with it. In general, I think the world is a lot more fluid than it was. That's true. Yeah. And I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy about that. So, you know, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. <laughs> and that's the theme of can today's show. He can, he can get, get it. it. Veronica he said it. He can get it. She said it. Veronica call it. So today on the show, it's, you know, this is a, we've done a lot of subjects in 200 years. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of subjects. So you, you, you come back to them from time to time um, in different views, different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. And so when I saw this article, I, first of all, I just kind of laughed. I thought it was like a funny thing that happened, mm. um, but it was worth mentioning kind of the state of things and where we are. And it was, it was worthy a refresher on this subject. A refresher. A refresher. Yes, exactly. We're going to refresh ourselves. So there was this... Panky. <laughs> Panky Brewster. There was a 23-year-old uh, British kid. He basically collected a bunch of disposable vape devices okay. that were marked as expendable yeah and they had the the battery and he repurposed all the batteries of 80 vape batteries and powered a scooter what yeah that's heroic right so uh, it was a story he was a, he says a clever graduate has used 80 discarded vape batteries to power his e-scooter <laughs> I just, I saw it. So his name is Tobias Stanford from Wiltshire, now uses the e-scooter every day and calls it very reliable. It can go up any hill. It's been used in the rain. It's been driven through puddles. 
um, and the, the the performance is crazy. So these vape batteries are very active still, yet they're mark, marketed as disposable, and it needs to stop. Right. So that was where I this like began. that it needs to stop. It needs to stop. I like that. So vaping clearly not a great habit. We don't want you to be doing it, but that is introduced into the marketplace. These little tiny batteries that a lot of them say like, well, once you're done, you know, once you've charged it, it doesn't charge anymore. It's disposable. You can toss it. You can get rid of it. Um, or even the ones probably aren't even like rechargeable. You know, it's like a, it's like once the pen is done or the, the vape is done, then you just throw it in the trash. Well, there's a finished. battery in there. Yeah. It's a freaking battery. Yeah. So this kid saw that there were 80 of them, strung them together and powered something that now he can get around, go to class and school or whatever, reliably go to his job on the scooter from vape batteries. And so this is opening up the question of we're in this era now of e-waste. And this is the subject that we tackled a couple years ago. I think it was like 75 years ago. 75, yes, yes, it's 70, been about 75 years. 70. Where we talked about like what you can do, the right to repair, all that stuff. I don't know if you knew this, but Apple recently, we all know Apple is so easy to work with. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, gracious yeah, yeah, yeah. of a company. Sorry. Pause yeah, for no, eye, I, I pause I, for eye roll. I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. Right. Yeah. They, what I found was that that when I left Apple, they made it very easy for me to go away. Yes. They made it so that helpful. you would be on chat threads with all your friends on Apple devices and they wouldn't they wouldn't shame you into having green text. No, where, but, but where, their friends will. Yeah. Your friends will. <laughs> yeah, they won't. Like the Apple's not gonna shame me, but your friends sure but will. Your friends sure will. I, I literally I'm a, I'm in a fantasy for this is a tangent. We love to do tangents. Know, of course, of course. Yes. I'm in a fantasy football league. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we had this big chat thread going with everybody in the fantasy football league. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, literally, uh, our friend John has a Samsung. He's the only one. He's the only one. They kicked him out of the threat. <laughs> <laughs> they, they kicked him. It's he's not. He's not in the fantasy football thread. He's not in it. Yeah. He's not in it. And I said, and the, and the reason was we can't stand the green text. That's it. We can't stand yeah. these green texts screwing up our thread. It can't stand the the I liked. You know, yeah. this guy liked that guy liked. It, it was driving people crazy enough yeah. that they threw him. They poor John Sharp. God bless you, John Sharp. Is, Sorry, was, buddy. Was thrown out of the thread, and I get him sitting there. I'm like, oh my god, that could have been me. It could have been you. <laughs> and and if you, I'm sure everybody's aware. It's not just the green text. It's the if you're on a Samsung, if you're on a Google device, and you're in an Apple thread. It's taking every image you send. It's, it's taking. It. It's compressing it. The video is small. And if the, us Apple users are hitting like or love to the text, it's spelling it out for everybody to read. So it's just ruining it. And Apple is doing that. Not Samsung. Google. They're fine. They they have a a way that they send their data. And Apple has put like a filter, a funnel to not allow it through the yeah. same way so that you are pressured into buying an Apple And device. I was happily defiantly using my Samsung yeah. for a long time and pe driving people crazy, right. pissing them yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Because they want my top quality content in their feeds. They do. We want that top quality null. Because I'm pretty funny. Grade A Carol. I'm pretty funny in a text you are. thread. You are. Funny so people guy. want the, they want my stupid, they want me, but they don't want my stupid green text or my compressed videos. No, right? So it was this, this conflicted thing that people would say, God, I, I really hate you, but I don't like you. We love I you, but when you, you would chime I, into a conversation, yeah. we're like, well, it's all ruined. Yeah, <laughs> that was the feeling I basically got. 
<laughs> so Apple's been great, is my point. So what I was going to say is Apple has famously, up until this point, mm-hmm. been against right-to-repair laws. But this month, August 2023, yeah. they reversed it. And okay. they're, they're starting to become open to right to repair, which is basically within the three-year contract or, you know, what warranty of your phone, they will begin to provide the tools for those that know how to use them to be able to fix your own phone. And there are, they are open to that now. And this is kind of a big win because with that many devices out there, there's just a lot of people that once their phone starts acting up, they're like, hey, what am I supposed to do? And it's been closed. You can't fix it even in, or take it anywhere. What's you know? hilarious is this yeah. is within Apple. Yeah. The two Steves. Yeah. This is, was the first divide of the two Steves. Was it really? It was. So Steve Jobs said nobody should ever touch anything on it except what they're supposed to touch. No okay. one should ever. They should get the device. It should all be closed. It should be put together, and you should yeah. look at nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Wozniak was like, no, you should be able to play with it. You that should makes be able to sense from it. what his you background to, was. Yes, you should be able to do things with it, improve yeah. it, make it better. Do, do. So they, and they, they fought about it, and Steve... Jobs obviously won that. He won that. that he, he won that debate. More, yeah. more charismatic, um, and so he, you know, he kind of ran with it. And Wozniak kept, kept making the tech, and Steve just kept, you know, basically making it so you can't touch it. So that it doesn't surprise me that they were against right to repair because their entire thing is it just works. Yeah, you get it. This is the thing. Don't mess with it. Just use it. Yeah, and that, so you know, but and that has pissed people off for a long time. It has Apple, because it has. you know the. It's, you bought it, right? It's yeah. used, you paid a lot of money for the thing. You should be able to try to keep it working or enhance it or improve it or whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I personally think that you should make a device that no one has to touch if they don't want to. Yeah. Like you, should, you shouldn't ever need to mess with your phone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you're a techie and you like to play with things and mess with it, why, you, should be, you should be able to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, this is another kind of tangent, but I, I, I promise it factors in. Mm-hmm. I had a lovely conversation with your aunt, Gail, because she was asking me. She was like... Why do you think that the younger generation now isn't that interested in driving like they used to be? We were having this great conversation about that. Nice. And, and she was like, well, you're a young person. And I was like, Gail, 32. I'm, I'm, I'm 32. I'm you grown are 32 man now. years old. You're, she can't keep calling you a kid. I know. And I said, I'm a grown man. And no, but we had this amazing conversation. And it began with the closed system of Apple of buying tech that you no longer can get under the hood, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. It's like growing up over the past 20, 25 years of technology that you go, I can't get into this thing. This computer is too sophisticated for me, right? right. And I said, so we have an entire generation of young people that are used to, I can't touch the device that I own. And then I said, and then double down on top of that, you have these cars that come out now and you lift up that hood and you go, I, I, I don't know what's happening in here. It's not just an engine anymore. It's a computer. And then, and then also on top of that, once they created Uber and Lyft and services that begin to take away that feeling of ownership of a vehicle or a car or like it belongs to you. So that's changed the entire mindset of Gen Z about what it means to own a car, what it means to fix the things that you own, your own electronics, and 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 make it work when it starts breaking down. I mean, all of these newer companies, you know, at Apple, mm-hmm. Apple Car that they're yeah, working yeah, on, yeah. Uh, the Tesla, yeah, I, and frankly, the new companies in general, their goal is you don't drive, you don't ever drive the car, you don't have to own, you don't have to own the car. There's right. somebody, somebody else can own all the cars and the cars will just run around, and pick you up and leave and then yeah. and drop you off mm-hmm. here and there. And, and that's kind of the, the idea I think amongst most of the 
rich folk out there. Yeah. Is that the world of tomorrow is you don't own a car. Yeah. There are just, there are companies that own cars and those companies send you a car when you need one and then you don't ever have to park. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to learn how to drive. You just get taken around. Yeah. Which... I feel like I remember movies being like that in the old days. Sure, like, they, like, that, a, like a the, glimpse of the future. The floating cars would all just kind of be there, pick yep. you up, take yep. you, move you around, and then then drop you off. Yeah, that's. You know, I, I do think that's where we're headed. I think that probably is better for the environment. It is be probably better for the environment, but, and I think it's okay. I yeah. think it's okay if that's where we head. I think what's going to be interesting, and we've talked about this before, is our children are good at getting into computers and know what's going on. Yeah. An entire generation is coming up to where. The developers and the people that are making the closed system car and the closed system phone, you have an entire generation of like, no, I know how to get in there and I know how to fix this thing. Well, think about cars, yeah. just where they started. Yeah. So when when uh, Henry Ford, you know, had the interchangeable parts mm-hmm. and was making making it so you could take two, and there was like this famous moment in, in automo- automotive engineering, right? Where we had two Model Ts, right? And then they completely disassembled the two of them and had the parts everywhere. Yeah. And then they had mechanics come in and from the parts all scrambled up we're able to take those parts reassemble the two cars not knowing which part goes where and both cars worked really yes i did not know that that was the first time that you ever had a car that could be mass produced with what they called interchangeable parts that's where you could repair your car right to repair right Right. i just need this part and i can repair it and it'll work right right so before that all cars were custom made every car was it only that car worked with those parts right that's it so Ford won at first. They, I mean, that, that's how they won is by having this car, the Model T, that you could, they could mass produce any color you want so long as it's black. Yeah. It, was a, it was a joke. <laughs> there was a joke? Yeah. You can have any color you want so long <laughs> as it's black. Yeah, that's um, funny. And so, so th- once that happened, there became this like surge amongst young people of, whoa, I can, I can repair my car. I wow. can fix the car. Yeah. I can buy the part from the Ford and I can make this car work forever. Yeah. And so you had these young people who before knew nothing about cars, yeah, but figured it out because that was the cool thing. That's what everybody wanted. Everybody right. said, well, my car, cars, that's the, the fastest horse in the world. Yeah, yeah. And so that kept going. And you get into the, the 50s and 60s, and you've got people who are like really tricking out their cars and starting to do things that even the original manufacturer wasn't doing with the cars right. in order to make them cooler and cooler and better and better and better. And then it became this whole thing about being a, being a car, a, jug, a gearhead yeah. was cool. Yeah. It was rad. It was the thing to be. Yeah. And so you had people just making these hot rods and just, and it became this, this whole culture of, I can fix my own car. I can make my car work forever. And you had people who knew how to work on cars everywhere. Wow. And then over time, that kind of fell away. And then the cars became more like the computers are where you can't touch them and you don't worry about them. And there's only a few people who know how to work with them. And most people don't bother with it because they're into other things. Yeah. Tomorrow's car is the computer. Is right. the phone yeah. is tech yeah. right? These, yeah. There's kids out there now who're like, hmm. I know how to take this. What part. can I do with this thing? Yeah. yeah. What can I? What can I get out of it? Yeah. And you're and you essentially have the same thing. You have gearheads with devices who just yeah. make them cooler, who who jailbreak them and yeah. just screw with them and make them better. Yeah. And so it's it's a it's an interesting future, but I think it's kind of similar. I think it's the nature of humans. Yeah. To want to take the things that exist and make them. Yeah. Like, like understand them, play with them, make them better. And then whatever comes tomorrow, it'll be the same thing. It'll be the same. I honestly think that, that AI, Yeah. much we're freaking out about it, I think tomorrow's generations will totally know how to mess with it. Yeah. Totally know how to play with it. Totally know how to use it for their own purposes, make their own AI bots, do their own tech, do their just 
I think you're right. Mess with it. I think you're right. I think, I think, and that's exactly why I brought this up today was I was like, this isn't just about the right to repair and Apple turning a corner. This is about where we're headed. Because I think that sometimes when we look at like the problem of e-waste, which is what is here, like we have e-waste, right? It's like you that's got hilarious. We're, th- we're talking. Sorry, we wanted so many tangents. That's so funny. I forgot. Yeah, we're talking about e-waste. E-waste. Yeah. We're talking about e-waste, but but that's that's the subject of today, which is something that we've addressed before. But we're looking at it through a different lens today because normally you just say like, well, what to do about e-waste? Well, you know, you take it down, you recycle it, you donate it, you repurpose it. But we often, when we look at the the problem of what's right in front of us, we go, how are we going to fix all this e-waste and all these things happening? But what's exciting Mm. is that the generation, where we're headed, they're going to find ways to undo the process that we're in now because they're going to learn how to, okay, well, we don't have to do things like that. The batteries that say they're disposable aren't disposable at all, and we don't need to be doing that. I can use this to power my scooter. I can use this to power my scooter, and that's why I chose it. And then I saw this when I was looking for information recyclable phone batteries are now a reality. This is fantastic. It's exciting, right? So a new project created by Australia's RMIT School of Engineering, so the Aussies are at it again. It's always the Aussies. Always the Aussies. Has proved that recyclable phone batteries are possible and extend the lifetime of phones by nearly a decade. So this is what's exciting. So e-waste makes up anything electronic that goes into the landfill, and the reason that it is so problematic Because the devices often contain hazardous and toxic chemicals that eventually make their way into our land, water, and atmosphere. This is something that we know. So they are discovering a new material, and this is where it is. The RMIT School of Engineering in Australia developed this new recyclable phone battery. The design primarily uses a material called, I don't know how to say this word, but it's M-X-E-N-E. Yes. A material called MXENE, which maybe let's is just call it moxine. Mox, moxine, yeah. A material similar to graphene, commonly used in electronics like traditional, not so recyclable phone batteries. Mm-hmm. The primary reason why moxine isn't already found in most cell phones is that it rusts easily, which hampers con- conductivity. Mm. Compared to graphene or lithium-ion batteries, moxine rusts much quicker. But this property, ironically, could be the very thing that extends the device's life. Using sound waves to brush off the rust, the researchers estimate that they can extend a conventional phone battery's lifespan by three times and create truly recyclable phone batteries. Oh, my God. That's so fascinating. Isn't that cool? All right. So think about it this way. And I'm not sure this is right, but I think this is what they're doing. No, I want to hear it. I think this is what they're doing. So... All right, it oxidizes, it rusts. The outer layer of the metal is now worthless. It's not conductive. You can't work with it anymore, right? Right, right, right. But if you were trying to recycle a battery, one thing you might that might be worthwhile is to keep to use all of it to work through the outside and get yourself all the way down to the bottom until you're way yeah. down, right? Yeah. But you can't do that with like with if a metal's not decomposing anyway, if it's not going yeah. away. Yeah. How do you get to the bottom of it? You have to have something to scrape it off all the time. It'd be total yeah. pain. In the yeah. But if something's rusting and you can just essentially kind of keep brushing off the outer layer of the rust, you have fresh metal underneath to conduct with. Yeah. Forever. Like until, until it until is gone. Until it's gone. That is fascinating. Fascinating. That's right? a really good idea. Yes. Yes. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Current methods used to reduce oxidation rely on the chemical coating cool. of the material, which limits the use of the moxine in its native form. In this work, we show that exposing an oxidized moxine film to high frequency vibrations ju- for just a minute removes the rust on the film. The simple procedure allows its electrical and electrochemical performance to be recovered. 
So this is what I was pretty stoked on. Normally when I come into the show, I try to find um, a subject that I can laser focus on. But this was one of those ones where I saw about five different things and I was mm. like, these all link together. Yeah, yeah, totally. These all link together. We've, yeah. got a, we've got a kid in England who's making uh, vape batteries into a scooter. Yeah. We've got Apple is reversing right to repair. Where are kids now repairing things? And then you get to this and you go, they're going to recycle. They're, they found a new material for batteries that might be able to com- swap out this lithium ion mm. thing that we're doing. Yeah. So it's pretty. It's very encouraging. It's very it's a encouraging. Very encouraging episode, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, Man, no, it's 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 great. It's great. This is this is to me. We've said this many times on the, on the podcast. Is that yeah. that the the problem that we're dealing with for tomorrow is is batteries? Yeah, batteries. because we have gone all in on on this. Yes, I mean there already were phones everywhere. Yep, uh, and we were now making cars run on the same batteries. I mean yeah. the, the problem was always going to be batteries. What do we do with extending the batteries themselves? And then what do we do with the batteries when they're when they're exactly. done, when they're gone. Exactly. So it is really, it is really, um, it's encouraging to see that we have gearheads mm-hmm. who are finding ways to just make the old batteries work for new things. That's yeah. kind of rad. It is. It's ex- it's encouraging to see that the big companies that had refused to let people play with things are now are now opening that up, and it's yeah. super encouraging to see that there's again more more effort, energy, yeah. tech going towards yeah. extending these things out because that's that's what has to be done. Yeah. If we can't extend the life of these batteries and make them more worthwhile, then this this transition is going to fail. Agreed. Miserably. Agreed. And this is the time that I'm kind of... So the the public pressure can work against us and it can work for us, right? So there's this... Public pressure that people virtue signal, and then and it's all bogus, it's all greenwashing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is where I think it it comes in play that I'm so thankful for it. So you have the old classic Maytag repair man joke, mm-hmm. right? Which mm-hmm. is the Maytag uh, they built it so well, the Maytag man sits there and he never gets called upon because it's so well uh, built. You know that's that's an old idea because as manufacturers started creating more and more products, they started making them fail like we know. Like, it's just not going to last, you know? The iPhone lasts for however many years, and then after a certain as time... Long as, the, as long as the payments. Exactly, as long <laughs> as the payments. And then as soon as they release a new iPhone, um, the software updates start to hinder its performance. It stops working as efficiently so that you go like, oh, I've got to get myself a new phone. Yeah. And they are getting sued for that. Good. Yes. And so what's so great is that the world is like, we got to, guys, we got to stop making waste. We got to stop making everybody buy things all the time. We were filling these landfills like crazy. And so the pressure is starting to get to the big companies where this way of being like, no, it's it's a closed system. You can't touch it. It's becoming like, we don't have time for that anymore, guys. We don't have time. I think that the more we... I'm calling out to all the the, uh, the regular people out there, the regular folks, all the rest of this us. This is a segment we like to call calling out to all the regular folks. <laughs> calling out to all the regular folks. Go ahead. I, you look at you look at some of the the causes that that activists have had over the years and how they've been completely co opted by the very people who the causes are against. Right, right, right. Um, and that that it's it's difficult to have a cause these days and fight for a social issue. Without seeing it just get destroyed by by confusing messaging and by people jumping in and putting their money all over it. Yes, and that's that has divided us in such an interesting way 
um, I, I mean, definitely in America, but you do you see it planet wide, where you where you see just a, a divide over social issues that that stop you from from fighting the core problem. Right. And we've talked about that on the show before. And the core problem is is what is what is your financial well being? Right. Right. <laughs> How can the family of of four survive mm-hmm. and have a happy life to the point where mom and dad can both work their job, but also make sure that their kids are taken care of and have what they need in order to have a successful life and get ahead. That's what's mm-hmm. being, that's really what's being taken away Yeah. by a system that doesn't quite work. Yeah. I know this is kind of political. I'm not trying to get too political. I'm just trying to make a point. Sure. What you see here is regular folks saying, I've had enough of you screwing with my ability to survive. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, that's, that's how you can fix all of the issues. You fix all the social issues and all the rest of it if you can fight for them. Mm-hmm. But if you can't fight for them because you can't eat mm-hmm. or stay in a house that works or get your kid in a good school or keep them from being bullied or whatever, right? Like yeah. if you can't do those things, and that unfortunately requires resources. Yeah, it does. Then you won't be able to do anything. Yeah. And so I love seeing people step up, like stand up for those issues, to fight for those issues. And I think the more that you have your energy where you've got a social cause that that you believe in, I'm not saying don't believe in it, do believe in it, and do what you can in your community to make that better. I'm not saying don't. Definitely do that. But if you're going to go big and you're going to not give up and you're going to take it all the way to the end and never stop fighting, the thing to never stop fighting for are the things that bring you the ability to survive financially. Yeah, yeah. And this is... Like the right to repair is a great example of that. The stopping people from screwing with your phones that you can't. A person should be able to buy a phone and if they want to, keep it for 20 years. Right. They should be able to. Yeah. You should be able to have a washing machine that lasts you your whole life. Yeah, absolutely. And and you should be able to, to have a pill that cures you the first time you take it. Yeah. Not something that you have to take it over and over and over again the rest of your life. Yeah. This, these are things that we should be able to have and should not be kept from us because someone's trying to make more money. Yeah. And drag more of our resources away. Preach. This is good stuff. So I love that people are fighting for that, and yeah. we should never stop fighting for that. Yeah. You know, the, the, the college loan thing that drives so many young people crazy right now, the fact yeah. they can't get out of their student loans, that, yeah. that is such a massive financial issue for so many people. You cannot stop fighting for that. Yeah. Whatever right. it takes to get that, what, to, if you have to, even to be able to, to, like bankrupt yourself at least to get rid yeah. of it that way, to have yeah. some way to discharge that debt. Yeah. Like these are the things that we've got. This is what you have to fight for. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> because this makes you then able to fight for the cause you believe in as well, because you'll have the resources. And that's really what I think the the, the big evil yeah. people with hats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. the ones. <laughs> I know the evil people with hats. The evil people with hats. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that if if you if they can just keep everybody distracted away from the things that are making them money, we'll never get out of the mess. So yeah. just, I guess my, my preaching is to stay focused on the thing that yeah. matters. And, I think you're right. You know, I think you're right. Absolutely. Care, care for each other's ability to live. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well said. Yay. And that was calling out to regular people. <laughs> um, no, that was a very well said good point. And that's the thing is that we've grown up for so long now. We have looking, grown up for so long. So long now. We've, yeah. uh, we've looked at the world so long now through these things that we don't understand how they work. Like I'm thinking about right now my MacBook Pro. Yeah. That is a nice piece of glass. That's a nice aluminum frame. That's a nice keyboard. And if one thing goes down and stops working, my impulse is to, well, got to get a new one. Yep. But what a different world it would be if you were like, no, all you have to do is swap out this one thing, yeah. one thing. And this thing can last you for another five years. Yeah. And that's the mindset that we're going to be moving well, towards. And to your credit, there's something that you and I have both done with our kids. Yes. Where... We, they, we encourage them to save up money over a long period of time. Yes. To instead of buying a computer, buying the parts. Building a computer. Both both of our sons, who are best buds, and uh, maybe one day they'll have their own podcast. I don't know. Uh, they just might. They're best buds, Owen and Ewan. Um, they both built their own computers. Yeah. And know how to fix them. Yep. And know how to keep them running. Yep. So that's that's where it that's where it starts. That's right. Yeah. My the, when my son wanted a better graphics card. He had to save, save up, up for and get it. it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, well, that's that was so I, I cobbled together these subjects to kind of just talk about where we're headed with right to repair, cool vape battery uh, scooter. So I encourage young people out there that you see the e-waste, the, the the disposable things in front of you. And if, if you have an inkling or an idea to power something, give it a try. Like that's just like a cool engineering product project mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to close out the show just to give the tips to the everyday person who's not able to alter and fix things or they don't know how to do it, you know, obviously look into local shops that can do it for you. Please, but ladies and gentlemen, just enjoy these, please, these hot tips. These hot tips. These are just ways you can minimize your e-waste. And it's just, these are things that probably, um, you know already, but we're, we're just here to reinforce some, some things about e-waste and just be thinking about it. These are just thoughts that I'm planting in their mind. Quick tips. Yeah. Understand the impact of e-waste, okay? Before diving into solutions, it's essential to understand the detrimental effects of e-waste on the environment and human health. To effectively minimize e-waste, it's essential to understand its definition and the consequences it brings. So if you have a better understanding as just to how many piles of electronic things are going into landfills and trash and like what these little metal devices and glass and mined minerals that are going into these landfills it's just not good for earth yeah there's a there's a it's there's an good. aspect to this that i think this is difficult for people to understand and i'll try to break it down quickly because i know we got eight tips and i can't yeah yeah, 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 yeah but uh it is expensive to dig metal out of the ground processes process it and make it into something that's worthwhile. Not only is it expensive, it is energy intense. It is. So that's bad for the environment. Like yeah. if you want, want to look at one of the things that's one of the worst things for the environment, actually, it is it is tr- getting hunks of rock and turning them into useful metal. Yeah, That includes absolutely. gold, Mining. silver, and these yeah. are all things that are, by the way, in your e-waste. Yeah. Gold, silver, copper. Stuff. Metal, like everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you throw it away, we have to now dig up more of it. Yeah. And so it, it just now sits in, in, in the ground where we got it from in the first place instead of having it somewhere where it could be used again. Yes. Because recycling it is, is, okay, I mean, can be expensive and can be difficult, but they're getting pretty good at it. They're, they're getting, getting good really at really it. They're getting really good at it. And a lot of the, and, and particularly with metal, with metal recycling is kind of great. It's kind yeah. of easy. It's significantly less, less energy intensive than trying to pull it out of the ground. Yes. So your e-waste 
when you throw it in the trash, you are you're you're really really messing up the environment in terms of climate change. So yeah. just think about that. Yeah. Okay. Consider that. Good point. Yeah. Choose refurbished electronics if you can. You know, if you're shopping for something, sometimes you find really good deals on the devices that are being sold that they're like, hey, this is a refurbished TV. This is a refurbished Mac. This is a refurbished iPhone. This is a refurbished iPad, whatever it is. Sometimes people have a device and then they trade it back in and they go in there and they fix it all up and get it cleaned up as good as new. And you can have that for like sometimes half the price of the brand new thing. So it's just like buying a used car as opposed to the brand new thing off the lot. It just takes a lot of that premium down, and it works just as good. So it's a good thing to look at from time to time. I'm not saying you have to do it. I'm not well, here to tell you you can't have your new thing, but what are your needs, right? What are your needs? What are your needs? What do you yeah. What do you need for your device? I mean, if you yeah. if you don't have a lot of heavy lifting to do, but you just want to you know browse the internet and check some emails and yep. you know, do a little bit of word processing. Yep. Absolutely. You don't need a massive, you don't fancy, need, expensive. You don't computer. need a forty-five hundred dollar MacBook Pro for all that. No, get no. the get someone else's forty-five hundred MacBook Pro that, for they, the, that they got. It's only two years old. Yeah, that's refurbished. Yeah, that is going to be way better than what you need. Yeah, exactly. Extend the lifespan of your electronics. This is just taking care of them, right? So this is like maintenance practices, keeping the device clean, and regularly updating your software. Extend their lifespan. So use protective cases. Use surge protectors. You do things to take your device that can fail because it gets completely riddled with, you know, viruses and plagued with problems. So you just stay on top of the maintenance, the the, the care of it, and you can extend it for a lot longer if you if you value and take care of it. If you're just throw, if you're playing catch in the backyard with your iPhone, uh, I, that's not caring for your device. It's not. No, it's not. Be organized with mm. your data. Yeah, uh, that sounds like that crazy, but you know, how many people have a, a parent or grandparent who throws every single thing on the desktop and yeah. then like they got a giant pile of, of documents all over their computer they have no idea where anything is or how it's organized or yeah. what's left or, or anything right yeah. if you're kind of organized with your data and you keep your data backed up and you know where it is then you can fairly easily give your computer a little a little wipe every once in a while yeah <laughs> and get rid of every single virus that ever existed pop your that's true you know, that's true if you have everything scan, backed up scan through your data get, make sure it's clean and then and then you you've can, got a fresh computer that's gonna haul yeah. i guess you know you've got keep your data organized and it's it's easier to it's very true to keep things in shape it's fascinating um in in old um imacs that i had back in the day when you would you know get to a point where they weren't working very well. If you could clear them all out and literally reinstall the operating system and like start it from scratch, it was like zippy again. And yeah. you're like, oh yeah, it just got bogged down. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's a good thing to you, do. do. You do. So much stuff gets on your computer over time that you don't even really realize. Some of it you did install. Some of it you didn't. <laughs> some of it you did not. <laughs> but yeah. even, but it, it adds, it adds up. And yes. after a while you're not using it anymore. You're yeah. like, well, why do I even have that? Why am I doing that? Yeah. A lot of times people buy a new computer just because it slowed down. A lot of the reason that it slowed down was just because you haven't kept up with what your you stuff. did your computer. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Or your phone. Yep. Your phone too. Yeah. Uh, number four, donate and sell unwanted electronics. This is important. You got a pile of old old devices in your house, some iPads with some broken screens. Donate them. Sell them. Get, give them to somebody that's going to use them. There's people out there that will take that, replace the screen, and make it work. They will fix it. They will solve it. And they don't have the ability to go out and buy the most expensive thing, but they're really good at 
fixing and repairing and digging in and figuring out what's wrong with something. There are companies that are really good at this. Yes. At, at doing, at, at, they have these e-waste drives, and a lot of times they'll work with your local school. Yeah. So keep your eyes peeled with the with the local school, the high schools, the middle schools, even the elementary schools. They, they do this. They but do. But these companies will, will come in with these schools and say, hey, let's do an e-waste drive. Yeah. And then you can take all your stuff to the school, and then they take all that, and they actually will process everything and pull it out and get all the yeah. all the good materials out of it and clean yeah. it up and then turn it into something useful. Yeah. I that's that's usually where we do it is like every every year each of the schools in the local area have their own e-waste drive and so when we do have it. old computers we take them there. Yeah. And then it helps make it run, raises funds for your school and it also handles the e-waste problem. Yeah. Absolutely. Darn it. Oh my gosh. Um, number 5 properly recycle e-waste. This is easier than you think. Uh, there's places all over town that accept e-waste. You go to a local shop that sells, you know, like a Best Buy or whatever. They usually have an e-waste bin right there that you are allowed to just go in and, and drop off any of your electronics if you don't know what to do with it. Um, a lot of schools and places like Noel just mentioned, they have e-waste bins where you just say, drop this old keyboard that doesn't work for you anymore. Put it in there because there are people that know exactly what to do with it. So that's, mm-hmm. that's another way. Um, now maybe this list is getting a little bit redundant because it says educate yourself and others about e-waste. I, I already yeah, told you at the yeah, top. That was step one. That was step one. And now it's telling you, you got to educate others. Sometimes guys, <laughs> you got to understand you're, you've got this, this environmental magazine Yeah, they got that everybody's like coming to and they want to get all yeah. the data. And your editor says to you, I want eight, eight tips because eight tips is what is required for the search engine. And because if it was six tips, then we look like a bunch of idiots. We've run into this eight tips multiple times yes. in the millions and so of this shows. Poor we author have. is just like, there's only, there's only four tips. Just, I stretched to make six. I mean, honestly, I've, I think How I'm going to do eight. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And that's what you know what's happening here. It's like, all right, well, I already told them to learn about e-waste. Now I'm going to tell them to teach others about e-waste. And that's what we're doing right now. We're teaching you about it. So we are fulfilling that. So what they're saying is tell your friends about the Biofriendly Podcast. That's what they're saying. They're saying. Oh, oh it's right here. Right there. Tell See, your step friends. Step seven, tell your friends and family and loved ones to listen to the Biofriendly Podcast yeah. so that uh, you will have taught them about all of this stuff. All this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last two are very simple. Support legislation and advocacy efforts for minimizing e-waste. So that was what Noel was saying earlier. We just get involved. Fight. Fight for it. Let your voice be heard. Yeah. And then lastly. Don't give up on things that are don't, important. Don't give up. Even though we joke a lot of times on the show when we say things up. like yeah. always give up yeah. and lose hope yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. We don't actually um, mean that. We, we say that sarcastically. It's all out of humor. The last one is embrace sustainable habits to avoid e-waste. So this is everything we've talked about. Energy efficiency, digital minimalism, you know, if you don't need it, repair culture. That's all the stuff. They're just, you know, exactly. They stretched it into, they stretched it into. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's fine. We know what it's like out there. We know what it's like out there in the world where the, where, where somebody says, I need eight. And you go, I don't have enough. Don't have eight. So we'll, we'll stretch three and turn three into eight. But that was. The Biofriendly Podcast today, talking about some exciting developments. Batteries that can recycle, vape battery scooters. I hope that what? everybody learned how hot Nicholas Holt is today. I hope so, too. That's I hope the all, thing that mattered. I hope the biggest takeaway today was that you should go watch Renfield. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage is hilariously... Is? 
um, embrace the style of movie that he's done and mm-hmm. that uh, Nicholas Holt is a stone cold fox. He's a stone fox. Stone fox, man. Yeah. Yep, yes. absolutely. Yes. Beautiful man. Yeah. Um, anyway, that is all, my dear friends. So with that, we say... We are your, oh, well, no, before I get to that, thank you for listening to the Bye Friendly Podcast. Thank Make you. sure you like, subscribe, Always. share, to, let your friends know. It was in the list it's right the there. List. It says, it's right in there order in to list. save the world and minimize e-waste, yeah. you have to teach. Teach. And to teach, you can't do it. You're terrible at it. You're, you're not, terrible you're at just it. Let us do the teaching. teaching. Let us do the teaching because you're terrible at it. Absolutely. That's, I think, important. That's probably a tag. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the teaching. Let us you're do the teaching because you're terrible at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great tag. Let's put that. Let's, let's put that let's in put there. That down. Let us do yeah. the teaching. Let us do the teaching because you're terrible. Because you're terrible at yeah. it. Yeah. Um, all right. With that, we say we are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment, bringing you top quality content since 1823. Okay. Science without the stiffness. Green without the groaning. <laughs> Inspiring fear and love. This show is about patience. Careful, you'll catch feelings. Is this the big one? This is the big one, baby. Okay. You're here. Corn Dog Rogers and Kerosene Guy <laughs> have had an epic battle in my head for generations or something a like lifelong that. Battle. A lifelong battle in my head. At, at this point in time, all I ever am looking for is Kerosene Guy and Corn Dog Rogers <laughs> to come out, and then I'm happy. Whatever happens after that, I'm fine with it. Okay, this is where it's getting a little hazy um, because we're getting deep into it. Okay, Uh, down. No, not down. Down. This show, this show, this show will turn your enemies into friends. And then I think I'm the one who's down. It is. We are down with uh, the hooey. Yes, yes. That was it. Down with the hooey. All right. Okay, are we at the end, or was there another one? That, you're, you're at the end. So then this, new one. this would be the new one, which what was it that we just said? Oh, my God. It, wait, no, 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 we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. Well, uh, send, wait, let us do the teaching, because you're oh, terrible at it. So, okay, so that lands on me? That lands on you. Okay, yeah. let us do the teaching, because you're terrible at it. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally what you guys said. It's amazing. And with that, Veronica leans into the mic so perfectly and says... Happy nuggets and stop and smell the flowers. Lovely. Lovely. Have See you next one, time, everybody. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast.